Hello everyone, and welcome to Between the Characters. My name is Jordan, and I'll be your host. I've been playing and running tabletop games for about eight years, and LARPing for about seven of those. This isn't your ordinary actual play tabletop podcast. Here, we talk about game systems, what we like, what we don't like, and how to be a better player and a better game master. Recently, I got a question from one of my really good friends. She hasn't really played any tabletop games seriously, and she wanted to get into it. She's watched people play, and she's heard me talk all about it, but she seemed really intimidated by the thought of actually getting into it. How do you make a character? How do I get into role-playing? Does it ever get any less difficult? Do I need to do a voice? It got me thinking that this would be a great topic for our second podcast before we get into the real meat and potatoes of tabletop games. So, you've watched some videos, maybe seen some actual play, either online or with some friends, and you really want to try out this new and interesting hobby. Or, your friend tricked you into this, and now you have to try it out at least once because mama didn't raise no quitter. First, you need to figure out if you're joining an already established group and jumping straight into the action, starting a new campaign with a newly formed group, or if you're participating in a one-shot. We are going to talk about them from easiest to hardest, and the easiest is probably a one-shot. Personally, I love running and playing quick one-shots, especially using different game systems that you might not be used to. It's a great way to get people around the table when they know that it's not going to be a weekly, semi-monthly, or a monthly commitment. It's easy to set a specific mood. Winter holiday one-shots or Halloween one-shots are my bread and butter. And if you're just playing for a night, you don't really have to invest in any books or even really know the rules that well if it's a new system. Your game master should be helping you with all of that. Want to run a silly, low-stakes, kid-friendly game? Let's all roll up some adorable puppies and play Pugmire. Going for a spooky one-shot? Maybe pick up Call of Cthulhu or All Flesh Must Be Eaten and take it for a spin. So as a brand new player coming into a one-shot, what do you need to do? Well, first, of course, you need to talk to your game master and see what they're expecting. Here's some questions that I would ask. Do they want you to make a character or are they going to make a pre-generated character for you? What type of game is it? Do you expect a lot of combat and dice rolling, or is it more roleplay focused? They should be able to share their books with you so that you can get a feel for everything. Don't be intimidated by the size of the books. You usually only need to read the first few chapters. Everything after that is a textbook that's used by the game master to study and use. Not really for players on most one-shots. Sometimes game masters will pre-make characters for their one-shots. Other times, they'll sit down with you or have a more experienced player sit down and make a character with you. Don't be intimidated by the long character sheet, confusing boxes, or the math that you see people doing. It's a little crunchy when you first get started, regardless of the system you're using, but you'll get it in no time. The great part about most character sheets is that you do all of the math up front. That way, you don't really need to worry about it when you're in the middle of playing. Don't worry about not having a backstory. A lot of game systems now have a handy little table where you can generate the big story beats of a backstory, like your values, flaws, and character traits. The toughest part about making your first character really should be the name. I mean, I'm still horrible at making names. The best thing to do, if you are still a little nervous or don't know what to do, is to ask your game master to make a little cheat sheet for you. J 
just a paragraph of what your character is really good at and what they can do tactically in most fights. Game Masters, that's a really good hint for you too. If you're building a new person's character with them, you should create a little cheat sheet for them. I like to include, this is what you can do just about every turn. Here's your super special thing that you can do to impress everyone else. And here's what your character's role in the party would typically be and what kind of skills they excel at out of combat. Don't expect them to read a book or do too much homework for a game that they're just trying out. That's setting people up for failure. Just give them the tools to succeed at what you helped them create. But what about roleplay? That's sometimes some of the most awkward parts of sitting around a table. Should I be required to develop a whole other voice or personality for your first character? Do I need to dress up? I'm gonna be controversial and tell you the actual answer. No. I don't care what you hear on other professional, experienced, actual plays. You are jumping into something brand new and putting yourself out there into a hobby that is completely foreign to you. You're not a voice actor. You're not an actor. You're not getting paid to do this. Your group and your game master should not expect you to have a 10-page tragic backstory, character voice, or anything like that when you're first coming into a game. Now, some people do have acting experience, or maybe you find it easier to do a funny voice because it takes you out of your own head. Maybe you have a specific shirt or a way you do your makeup that helps you get into character. All those are great ways to put some space between you and your character, but they're extra things that you do to make your game more enjoyable. They're not requirements. If your first ever character is just a character that's kind of like you, kind of looks like you, has your personality, that's fine. You're doing something new and you want to have at least one familiar thing. If your game master or the rest of the group makes you feel unwelcome because you don't want to feel even more stupid by doing the voice, and then you get in your head so much that you don't even really get a chance to play, then, well, I'm not gonna tell you what to do, but I wouldn't play with them. Honestly, most of the previous information is the same stuff that I'd give someone joining a new group and starting a new campaign. Although I would suggest a few of the following additions. You should work a little more with your GM in developing a backstory or plot hooks to tie you into the campaign. Session zeros are a great way to do this. We'll talk more about session zeros in a future episode, but they typically go over the types of themes and what type of playstyle people prefer. This is a good time to establish if players are comfortable with antagonistic roleplay towards each other, or if this is purely going to be a player versus environment type of setting. Make character ties with other players before the session starts. Unless it's specifically a you are all thrown together and don't know each other story, sometimes having at least one experienced player or an equally new friend that you're close with to be your partner in crime can really help you find your place at the table. Make a character that's sociable. I know, it's tempting to play that loner rogue in the corner of the tavern in the shadows that no one understands, but well, if you spend all your time being a secret squirrel and not making attachment to the party, it's not exactly the best way to get a party to come together and do social roleplay. Figure out what your character is good at, both in and out of combat, and lean into it. Lean into the awkwardness, to the bad roles, to their likes, to their dislikes, to their vices during games. It can be a little intimidating at first, but the more you do it, the faster you learn both your own likes and what type of character you find fun to play. Figure out where you want your character's story to go, 
and then work with your game master to make that happen. Want some awesome character growth? Want to get punched in the feels? Just want to hit things and get better at hitting things? Awesome. Just make sure to let the other players in the game master know that that's what you're looking for. And don't feel obligated to keep playing the same character if you try them out and you don't like them. I know in our group, we typically have a few games where you can retool or rewrite out your character before things get locked into place, so to speak. But if you feel like that character you've been playing is boring, or if you just want to try out something else for a bit, talk to your GM about keeping the game new and fresh and introducing a new character for a bit. And finally, the Bucket of Worms joining an already established group in the middle of a campaign. This is probably the most intimidating for everyone, not just brand new players. The advice I've given before is still pretty applicable to what you'll be trying to do in this portion, but as always, there's some extra things that you might want to do before you dive in headfirst. You'll want to talk to your game master individually, especially if you're brand new to the game, to figure out exactly what's going on in the campaign and what is expected from you as a player. Are you coming in as just a casual drop-in player? Are they looking to fill a specific role that they don't have in the party? What is the current party's chemistry like? Game Masters, this is a great opportunity to use your new player to disseminate those pesky plot points or a secret that your players might have overlooked or had trouble finding. It's a great way to make a new player feel comfortable and needed in the party. The easiest way to slide in and have a lifeline in those first few sessions is to try to tie your character to one of the more experienced player's backstories or current allies or connections. And if you're an experienced player dealing with some new people coming to your table, now's an excellent time to welcome more people to the table, make new friends, and be a mostly good influence on new players. Also, you can pull shenanigans with the new player on your game master that they are not expecting, and that is always fun. Thank you for listening to Between the Characters. Our intro, outro, and bumper music is from The Reckoning by Arrowhead under the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 Unported License. You can find a link to his SoundCloud in the show notes. If you have a topic that you'd like to see addressed, a question, or a problem that needs solving, advice for new players, or have a suggestion for a game system that you want someone to look at, feel free to shoot me a message on anchor.fm, between the characters podcast at gmail.com, or you can find me on Between the Characters on Facebook. 